Hey, and welcome to Colorful Conversations, brought to you by the creators of Kaleidoscope Living. I'm Tia, your host and occasional referee. Hey, I'm Tasha. And I'm Joe. We know from experience that living your best life begins with creating a home you love. So on this podcast, we chat about DIY, home design, and life at home. Our goal is simple. We want you to learn something useful and to have fun every time you listen. All right, y'all, here we go. All right. Today on Colorful Conversations, we are talking about why loving your home matters so much more than you think it does. Yes. (laughs) But first, we're going to talk about what's happening on the home front. Tell us, because I know things are crazy. All the things are happening. So kitchen renovation is still going on. We are gearing up. So most of the kitchen renovation we hired out. I think that you probably know that if you are a regular listener or reader of the blog, but we do have some DIY components. So we are gearing up to do those specifically. We will be installing the backsplash ourselves. I am the tiler in the house. And we have to, though we have the contractor demo all the floors, we are installing the new floors ourselves. So... I'm excited about that. I'm not, it's not going to suck to not walk around on subfloor anymore. Right. But my knees don't love a flooring project. Sounds terrible. So We're not young, we're not spring chickens anymore. No, these 41-year-old knees, I mean, I'll be honest, even my 25-year-old knees, I mean, nobody's knees like kneeling around and crawling around on the floor, but it's all good. I will be so happy to have a floor again that I just... I'm focused on the end result, Tia. Hey, that's that's what you got to do. Eyes on the prize. That's right. I was trying to think of that phrase, and I was like, <laughs> yep, sounds good. <laughs> All right. And since Joe can't be with us again today, he's off firemaning. Fire, firemaning. Firefighter fire. Joe. I mean, firefighting. Who, we need we need everyday heroes. I know he can't he's, just take his cape off anytime he wants. <laughs> what does he say? Safety takes no holiday. Safety has no holiday. Safety ha- Sorry. Safety has no holiday. We have Sorry, many Jay. mottos in our house. I, I love know. that you just quoted that one. Oh, That's yeah. Awesome. Oh, I say it all the time now. <laughs> all right. So it's going to be a newlywed question for Tasha and I. Yay. We're a little more newlywed than her and Joe are. <laughs> and it's going to be today, what do I love the least about my house? So I will answer for Tasha and Tasha will answer for me. Mm, who's going first? Uh, you go first. Okay. My, I think what Tia likes least about her house is the fact that it has only one bathroom and the fact that there are things about that one bathroom that she doesn't like, like the concrete counter. I feel like I've heard a lot about the sink, (laughs) the sink situation. Am I I right? I just about cursed on the podcast. Ooh, we don't, we don't need that explicit. I know. I know. We don't want the X rating, but that is how strongly I know I do feel about that sink. Is that right? Did I nail it? Well, I thought you were going to say about me, and this is not – I thought you were going to say that I think my house is haunted. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Actually, that is – Which also impacts my daily life. (laughs) Y'all, she's not kidding. She – there – what was the mice – you found him dead? Oh, Anthony found a a mouse hanging from a nail in in the basement. (laughs) And when she tells you about it, she's like – I mean, obviously – There's only one – Explanation. I, it, it's no, obviously it the ghost. It was from a wire. That's what it was. I blocked it. It was so traumatic for me. I am I so wish I had thought about that because that, I would say that does probably Look. rank a but she And, and I'm tearing. 
Tia also gets tears in her eyes every time she's scared, which is not infrequent. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking at her and she is she's yeah, she's glassy eyed. Um, <laughs> I think it happened now. So, yeah. but I mean, I could deal with the ghosts if we had more than one bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so for we used to live in the same neighborhood as Tia in a very similar house, and it's such a cute neighborhood, and they're the best historic houses. But historic homes are not known for large, spacious bathrooms. But I don't even or for being ghost free. (laughs) True, be honest. But I don't feel like the bathroom size is what bothers you. I feel like I have heard a lot about the fact. So I love a concrete finish, but her sinks around is not a smooth concrete finish. It's kind of like a sidewalk. It's like if you took a sidewalk and put a sink in it and then let your kids smear toothpaste all over it. But it's but, not cleanable. Well, imagine getting toothpaste on a side. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not. No. Scrub all day. <laughs> Scrub all anywhere. day. So, but you're, it's fair. <sighs> I feel like your haunting is, is more of a concern. I just was, I was thinking of a physical feature. That's fair. I mean, I wasn't sure which way you're going to go. We just talk a lot about the other things. So, <laughs> Okay. I know you're going to get my answer right. What no do pressure. I love the least about my house? Now I do feel pressure because I'm I feel sorry. like what I was going to say was wrong. I feel like you're, you have to be right about Your this. master bathroom. Oh my, Yes. Y'all. It's the most amazing explosion of tile you've ever seen. It's like, it, I can't even describe the color. It's, it's just, it's all crazy. Brown. It's the cover of your, is this is a latte? Brown? Is this your iced coffee? It's an Americano. Okay, I'm on a diet. Uh, Tia's iced Americano. It's keto is, coffee. Is the, is the color of the tile on our master oh. bathroom. And our house that we live in now was built in 1986, where bigger was better. And so. And it's so 86. Oh, it it's is. It's like a raised platform tub. and There are three, three steps to get into our tub. Let me tell y'all something. You could dive in. You could. <laughs> Belly flop. And the tub is huge. And our bathroom is like 12 it's, by 12 feet. It is huge. And it is covered in iced coffee brown tile. But the, the worst part about it, and I, y'all take this to heart, please. If stairs to a bathtub ever come back, heed this caution it. Not even supermodel model Giselle looks attractive or could possibly look attractive walking up the stairs and hoisting themselves into this tub. And please do not get me started on what it looks like coming out of the tub. The reason <laughs> I the full mirrors across. The reason I know this is because our mirrors don't allow you to avoid the vision. <laughs> so yes, you well, are right. It is an intense bathroom situation. It's so eighties and it's just tragic. in all its glory. But it's not gonna you're gonna change it. And it's oh, gonna be amazing. We'll change it eventually. It's so big. Like I feel like two or three of my bathrooms could fit in your bathroom. Oh, I mean, it really is 12 by 12 feet. And I mean, that's the size of most bedrooms or that's like a very it's, standard bedroom yeah. size. The The reason we are not like jonesing or to change it quickly is because we have never had anything but a tiny bathroom wow. where we can like barely both oh, we stand in it at the same time. It's a one, one at a time at our house. Exactly. So we are so, it feels like such a luxury to be able to move around and both be in there brushing our teeth at the same time that we're like, whatever, it's ugly, but it's serving us well at mm-hmm. this time. And when we recover from the kitchen renovation, that would be the next one. But I don't see that happening in the next year it'll probably be more like two years yeah. and that's fine but you, you nailed take that it. break take that break that's right that's right 
All right. So as we've told you before, this is not an ordinary podcast. Nope. Because we announce on Instagram most of the time before we podcast. And we ask you guys for questions and thoughts on our upcoming topics because we want to hear what you want to hear about. Mm -hmm. So if we ever pick your question to answer, we'll send you a free gift. Yes. We don't we don't always know what the free gift is going to be, though I'm working on a mug idea, which I think any home decor enthusiast will appreciate. I love, I mean, Anthony actually told me no more mugs in our house. We have a one in one out policy. I mean, that's fair. I You do have an affinity for mugs, as as do I. Yeah. I mean, Joe is so over the mug situation. Yeah. He's like, We're, you can only ha- use one a day. I don't understand what's happening at our house. But every everyone's going to need this mug. It's oh, going to be that course. awesome. All right, so let's move on to talk about why loving your home matters so much. Tell us about it, y'all. So I'm I'm gonna give you a soapbox warning. I don't I don't mm, I try prepare. I try not to go on a soapbox often, but I get so fired up about this topic. It is like just oozing out of my veins. So. We talked in the last episode about how to find time to work on your home, but I think there are probably who listened, people who listened or who, you know, are sitting there thinking, why don't get it? Why does it matter? Like, no, I don't love my home. It's not awesome. I have all, whatever. I need to touch up the paint on this there and that, but it's not like bothering me. All right. She's looking at me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel very. I'm. I promise I'm not lecturing. Victimized here. <laughs> so, but here's the thing, y'all. Okay, so let's step back in time. A while back, I surveyed my blog readers, and included in the survey, I included just an open-ended question, which was, "What has been your biggest struggle about your home over the past year?" And this was one. This is this is one specific answer that I got, but there were so many that were similar. But this is the exact quote. If it were my choice, I would not live here. I hate my home. And I had a visceral reaction. And there were so many answers that fell into this category. I mean, there were answers like, I am embarrassed to have people over to my house. And when I tell you I wanted to burst out crying, that is not an exaggeration. Like, you don't have people over by choice, not because you're embarrassed (laughs) of your house. Yeah. We're just. You're like, don't come, don't, don't come over, but my house is beautiful. You should show it off more. I I do like, (laughs) Tia, Tia is alluding to something. I do enjoy having people over. What I do not enjoy is a pop-in visit. I didn't know that was a thing until I had met her. I'm like, yeah, come on over just whenever. No, I'm like, people just showing up on my doorstep unplanned. I do not enjoy that. <laughs> this makes me sound very antisocial. No, you're not. You just like a plan. I like, a, like plan. a plan. I like a plan. I like no plan. But I, the thought that there are people living on this earth that are embarrassed by their so home sad. or that really hate where they live makes me sad. And I just feel so strongly that there is no reason, literally, not figuratively, there is literally no reason that anyone should feel that way about where they live. And the reason it matters so much is, y'all, home is where we start and end like these crazy busy days of ours. And we spend, even if you work, even if you're a workaholic and you spend a lot of time away from home, my guess is that your home is at least the second, you know, the second most time you spend 
your time. I don't feel like that sentence made sense, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It comes in second in where you spend your time. Thank you, Tia. You're welcome. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. So, but here's what I want to clarify. Well, I am not saying that everyone needs to have a magazine-worthy home to love it. Like, not at all. I am not saying you need to have a big budget and expensive stuff in your home to love it. It doesn't need to be perfect by anyone's standards other than your own. I feel like you could literally live in a shack and feel proud of it and love what you see when you look around. I think some of it is mindset. I think a lot of it is just how you take care of it. And anyway, I feel like no matter how modest your budget is, no matter how modest your house is, I feel like your home can and should be beautiful to you and that you can and should love it. Not like it, not like, "Mm, it's fine, it's provides shelter over our head. I feel like it should, to quote Marie Kondo, is that her name, Marie Kondo? Marie Kondo. She's the cutest little thing. It should spark joy. Your home should be one of the things in your life that regularly sparks joy. So, soapbox is continuing. I'm fine. Oh, we're going more. There's more, guys. Buckle up. All right. So there are these people. Did you know this? There, there is a profession. They are called environmental psychologists. Did you know this was a thing? No, but it sounds interesting. Right? I feel like I feel like I'm spreading the word about them because I'm I'm very pro. Get your resumes ready, guys. <laughs> so it's coming at you. Environmental psychologists recognize that for most people, their home is part of their self definition. Okay. So let that sink in for a moment. If your home helps define who you are and you hate your home or you don't feel great about it, uh, that's a pretty big problem, right? Yeah. So, and I love this quote. This is by someone named William S. Sachs. I'd never heard of this person before, but I'm already, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan because he said, people and the places where they reside are engaged in a continuing set of exchanges. They have determinate mutual effects upon each other because they're part of a single interactive system. I mean, if I take, I feel like Joe, if Joe was here, he would be like, can you translate that into simple terms? Right. Yeah. Your home and you and the way you interact with your home, it's, you can't separate. You're in a relationship with your home. I mean, you're just bringing it today, Tia. You are in a relationship with your home. Yes, I think that that is the perfect way to describe it. So think about that. Let that sink in. All right. I know. We're going to take a quick break on that. It's intense. Tasha needs to breathe for a minute. (laughs) And we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Designer in a Binder, and it is happy news around here because now you can order a physical copy of Designer in a Binder. It will be shipped straight to your door. Now, lest you think otherwise, Designer in a Binder is not just a book. Designer in a Binder is really a shortcut. Inside Designer in a Binder is a system that teaches you how to think and design your home like an interior designer, but you get to do it all by yourself. So, The amazing thing about it is because you are going to be creating your own interior design plan, it is going to be way more customized to what 
to what your style is and what you like than an interior designer could ever hope to achieve. And it costs less than a one hour consultation with a licensed designer. So let's talk about what the physical version comes with. It includes a really pretty three ring binder that's really great quality. It includes custom tabbed pages and enough worksheets for you to complete six different spaces in your home. It also includes a clear zippered pouch where you can store things like paint samples and fabric samples or photos of things that you are loving. My favorite part is that it includes a reusable furniture scale like architects use so that you can draw out sample floor plans for any room in your house. This allows you to get the floor plan right on paper without having to drag heavy furniture all over the place. And for fun, it also comes with some stickers for you to use as you make plans for your home. To order your copy of Designer in a Binder, just visit designerinabinder.com. All right, so we're back, and Tasha has she's patted down all the sweat on her face from her <laughs> soapboxing, and she's going to keep talking to us about why it matters so much that you love your home, because it does matter. It does matter. So just, I mean, bear with me and think about this. When you wake up and go to sleep feeling frustrated with your house, maybe it's cluttered. Maybe you feel like you can never find anything. Maybe it's yes, just the- yes. <laughs> Check, check. Maybe it's that it's covered with iced coffee colored brown tile. Whatever it is, even I just feel like there's such a subconscious stress that happens to you when you literally the last thing you see before you go to sleep and the first thing you see when you wake up generates feelings of frustration or discontent. Can I, can I? Yes, please. Okay. So. I am not tidy. My husband's very tidy. Yes. <laughs> Josh is shaking her head um, in agreeance. Tia's nickname would never be tidy Tia. No, no. It's more like Pigpen. <laughs> and um, the way our bed is situated, it looks right into my closet. Oh, Lord have mercy. And Anthony will get in bed and I'm still like, you know, turning out lights and putting the mm. dog in, our, in, our, in his kennel and he'll be like, please, please close your closet door. This is And why. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? He's like, I'm, I, I can't look at it. Because it's like... <laughs> exploding it explodes it's into a, the room it it's is. a whole situation it is it's a and he's like i can't i cannot look at it as i'm going to sleep i'm like well you can close your eyes <laughs> but it's this i never really thought about it so now i feel kind of bad because i'm inflicting emotional trauma on my husband by making him stare into the depths of my insane closet so i will be more cognizant now to close the door well good i tell anthony yeah. he is welcome he'll appreciate that it's just, I feel like people do not appreciate how much the, like, subconscious or subconscious reactions we have to the clutter or to the chipped paint or whatever it is. I mean, fill in the blank. That subconscious negativity follows us around all day. I mean, it is there. It is ever present. And so it it impacts on a subconscious level everything else. So if you, if you, I work from home, but if you go to an office like I used to and you're feeling crappy about your house without even realizing it, that's, I mean, that is going to affect your mood the entire day, every day. Okay. Well, you're not going to want to go home. Well, exactly. We're going to 
I'm going to touch on that a little later. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's okay. But it's exactly true. So, but think about the converse. So when you wake up and you're like, oh, I just, I love my, like, I really do love our bedroom. So like like with the new bedding, that's how I feel about, we have new bedding. And I'm like, yes. And isn't it amazing what that small difference makes? Yeah, because I make my bed up now to make it pretty. Before, I really didn't care. See, there you go. So when you. Don't, don't send me hate mail about that. I know how important it is to make your bed up. So when you wake up and you immediately feel good because you are surrounded by things that make you happy and because there isn't clutter. And so when you're getting your ki- yourself ready for work or your kids ready for school in the morning, you can find what you need. It is where you expect it to be. Your Things go more smoothly. That affects us positively on such a subconscious level. And then that positivity finds its way into every little nook and cranny of our daily lives. So it's it's super important. And this is something you kind of alluded to earlier, Tia. When we are excited, think about this. When you feel excited to leave work so that you can go home and recharge and like reboot for the next day because you know you're going to open the door and you're going to feel happy and welcome and like, I mean, I always say this, home is my happy place. There is no other place on the planet I would rather be. Part of that is because I'm a homebody, yes, but part of it is just because it feels like a reflection of our personalities. It functions well for my family. It is my happy place. And when you know you can go home to that at the end of a day or at the end of a vacation, like... I love vacation as much as the next person, but I am always real happy to go home. Getting in your own bed. I mean, right? But I mean, and that's the reason why we do a, like a full cleaning and change all the sh- <laughs> change all the we sheets do. on now, our bed. We do like we don't always change the sheets on our bed, but we do like we don't leave the house looking like we're coming right back in, like the rapture happened. Like right. we tie, we tidy it. Yes, because you want to to feel that like sense of ah oh, when you walk in your house. So. Feels like, it should feel like a hug. It should, yes. Hug from your mama. It should feel like a hug from your mama. (laughs) So the other thing I want to point out, (laughs) the other thing I want to point out, and Tia, I'm, I'm, Mm -mm. I'm gonna call you out right here. Okay, that's all right. Okay. Feels like a therapy session. (laughs) I, I do feel like when you really love your house, it is much easier, even if your baseline personality is not tidy. And, like, that does not matter to you the way that it matters to me. I do feel like when you love your home, you it is much easier to be like, ooh, I'm tired, but I really want to clear the dishes out of my sink before I go to bed. Or, does it? Yes. Does it, though? Well, the perfect example you I gave yourself. We'll You've been making your bed since That's you got true. your new That's bedding. It's, I know. You're right. You're right. If you had your dream kitchen, how much easier would it be to load and unload that dishwasher? Would it come with a cook? And a butler. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Or even if I, um, like, I do feel like once we paint your your dining room table, which we talked about in the last episode, mm-hmm. it's happening, I feel like you are going to be less likely to leave your work stuff strewn about I'm gonna on the like, table. I'm going to be like, everybody get your you-know-what off my beautiful yes. table. I mean, whether... I say that about the ugly table, though. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, but you'll mean it when it's, I will. When it's pretty. I'll start. Handing out. I just. Whoopins. I feel like, here's what happens. I feel like when you don't love the spaces that you are living in, 
and you already think, well, I don't like it. Like, it's not cute. It's It's not pretty. It's true. It having that pile of papers or the dishes in the sink, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's That's true. You're not loving it anyway. So what's one more stack of things? And I do love it. Like when it's all like picked up mm-hmm. and clean after it's been cleaned is like i'm like just keep it like this guys and then the dress the d tornado comes in and then that's done i mean let's but. go back in time to when you got the new rugs for your dining oh. room and living room it's a good that was a good day didn't you feel like at least temporarily yes. it's true it's you, true you totally wanted, worth it yeah you felt more motivated like if finding motivation to stay tidy is a problem for you <laughs> then I'm telling you it will help if you really feel like, oh, this is, like, I feel so happy in this space. You, It will feel easier yeah. or more, you will at least have more motivation to keep it tidy and We'll clean. test this theory when I move and see if I become type A in the new house. Yes, we will. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be waiting with bated breath e- eagerly. to see what happens. So a bottom line is I just feel strongly that having a home you love, you know, it's not about... Exact. It's not really about how it looks. It's about how, like, there's a quote. I don't know who said it, but home is a feeling, not a place. And I feel real strongly about that. Like, it should feel like a hug. That's the perfect way to put it. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if everyone else in the world thinks my house is ugly. That is not the standard. I just want to be, I want to make it real clear that what I am talking about is really not necessarily aesthetics. If the way your home looks matters to you, then aesthetics becomes a part of it. But I feel like really you could live in a shack, but if you take the time to sweep your floors and you keep it tidy and you can, you can be happy in it, it is, you should have a sense of pride in it and a sense of caring for it. But I really feel strongly that when you do feel like you're walking into your house and getting that hug at the end of the day, it reduces your stress and improves your happy, your overall happiness, period. And I would happily debate this topic with anyone who disagrees with me. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. I mean, well, it only makes sense. It does. I just like to give you a hard time because I have such a hard time being tidy in general. Well, I mean, you're base- I, there are people in the world, like I am a tidy person, being tidy it's part of my control freak nature. Like it just makes me feel like I'm in control of things. But so I don't have a hard time finding the motivation to stay tidy. But even if you do, I just feel like that this will help. Um, I think you're definitely right. And I feel like Joe and I have, you know, this is our fourth home and every home we have lived in has required a lot of work to get it to where we, we want it to be, to get it to where we feel like it's given us a big old hug but it's been worth it every time, and we have definitely felt firsthand that every time we accomplish it, we are happier overall. Uh, and I think a perfect perfect example of how we feel when that is not the case is right now. I mean, we are living through mm-hmm. a kitchen renovation. It is no joke. I actually got a message from someone real sweet on Instagram who said, oh, girl, I have undergone chemo and a kitchen reno, and the kitchen reno was harder. Oh, golly. I know. In fact, we should – I will I will look her up. We will send her something special Uh-oh. because even though it wasn't a question, I feel like it was such a, like, salient comment. But – Life-affirming for you. Life-affirming. I just feel like right now 
the kitchen renovation is so disruptive on the home front and it is the first room we walk into and I do not feel like I'm getting a real big giant hug from my house right now. Slap in the face. Slap in the face. (laughs) And so I feel like we are kind of on the struggle bus. I mean, Tia saw it yesterday. We had our team meeting. We do it like virtually via whatever Google Hangouts. And she was like, oh, Tasha. I feel like the wind is out of your sails. Like, Like what is happening? I feel like, now there have been some other stressful things going on as well, but I feel like that very much is tied into the fact that things at home feel out of, a little out of control right now. And we don't, it doesn't feel comforting in the way that it usually does. But last night we prepared dinner and we could have like hovered around the dusty dining room table last night. But I actually said, you know what? Why don't we just get trays? We're going to carry all this upstairs. We'll eat mommy and daddy's room in front of the fireplace. And the girls thought this was like the event. They said, we are going to eat upstairs in a bedroom. We do not allow food in our bedrooms typically. So they. Uh, you don't want mice. <laughs> so they, they thought this was amazing. But y'all, once we like went upstairs to where the house is untouched and unchanged, it we actually had a really fun dinner. And they said, can we eat up here again tomorrow night? Because. You're like, no, one time prize. <laughs> But it did. There was like an actual feeling of relief once we entered the door of the bedroom, which the bed was made. And that room is carrying on as though life is normal. It's lovely. There. So, I'd like to eat up there. It's, it's an oasis. And we, we really did. Like two of us sat on the couch and we sat the, you know, grilled a pizza on the right in front of the, the fireplace. And we did turn the fireplace on. So it's just, it's, it's a real good reminder of what how how that stress of not feeling super content in our home environment does impact mm-hmm. our work day and everything else. Well, that makes sense. So, I know I know how exhausting life is. I know I work a lot. We have young kids. I believe me, I get it. If you are in the same season of life as we are, I know how hard it can be to care about your house or not to care about your house, but to make a concerted effort to make it a priority. Effort. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And to to really decide, you know what, it is going to be a priority and I am going to, I do want to create a, lo- a home I love and I, I am going to make time to do this. But just know, I feel like your motivation, like what you need to tap into to make this happen is that once you do it and once you achieve that like your home is hugging you feeling. I feel like we need like a t-shirt or something. We really should trademark this. Done. But no once, one do that. Let that we'll be come your, after you. <laughs> and make that be your motivation that just knowing that though you will have to make sacrifices in the short term, that your long-term motivation is that it will positively impact every little aspect of your life in way, life in ways that you can't even wrap your head around now. I promise you that. It's true. And it's, you know, I dog my home out all the time, but it really is, like, it is a hug for me when I go home. I mean, it's, obviously, there's things I want to change, like everybody's houses, but, I mean, we do love it, and we say, you know, if we have to stay here, that's fine. Yes. I mean, we'll deal with the little small issues, like the ghosts. <laughs> and if you know how to do that, hit me up. Tia, um, what Tia wants for Christmas is an, what's it called, an exercise? No, that's not. Is that- I need my house smudged and blessed. Smudged and blessed. <laughs> There's probably a kit on Amazon for that. Um, all right. So I feel like 
I mean, I feel converted to the fact that you got to love your house, and I'm Do sure you? everyone. Well, are I, you gonna, are you going to lecture your family tonight? Uh, at obviously, dinner? this is a perfect time to lecture them. <laughs> so it'll just be a different lecture tonight than the normal one. Um, we've covered a ton on why loving your home matters, so I'm sure everyone's feeling like they've been educated. I hope so. I just a little. I, I think that in here's the thing. Tiny soapbox. He is like, oh, uh, we drag were, it back out. We were supposed to finish this, but here's the thing: I that I just feel like I need to address. I have at times felt guilty for like we're doing this kitchen renovation. Now, granted, we did have appliances that were actually breaking, and a drawer front. Every fell appliance off. in your house broke at the same time. I know, it like was, it was well within like six. weeks They were of like, each other. oh, we're done. Yeah, cash it in. So I did feel a little better once things started breaking. But at the end of the day, I know in the grand scheme of things, like we had a kit. We had a kitchen that many people would would be their dream kitchen. So I, there is part of me that's like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? What like there are children starving in other countries. There are wars. There are terrorist attacks. Like, but I do feel like so I feel like a lot of people justify not doing anything to their home and not making it the way they want it to be because it's a total first world problem and luxury. But what I am telling you is. You should not feel selfish or, you know, have guilt associated with wanting to create a home that you really love and that will positively impact every aspect of your life. Uh, Because when we are at our best, we can actually do the most to help with these larger world problems. Boom. Well, and it's not I would drop this mic, but I don't own it. It looks real expensive. (laughs) Please don't knock it off the table. Um, yeah, it's like I tell my kids, it's not pie. Like, like taking a piece yes. doesn't take away from, there's enough room in my heart for yeah, everything. Like, and there's enough room in your life to make it great for you and to make it great for someone else. Yes. Sad but true that by me renovating my kitchen, it's not like if I hadn't done that, that I would be able to solve world hunger. You it, would not. You're right. A pie. That's a great analogy. Yes. Yeah, Tia. Yeah. Yep. Hey. Just went through that with my nine-year-olds. I'm happy to break it back out here. <laughs> All right. So that's where we're going to stop. And make sure you come back next time for our colorful conversations where we're going to discuss when it is okay to change something you have DIY'd. Yes. I'm very interested in that one. I'm excited about that one myself. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes wherever you are, wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Sorry. Or wherever you like to listen to your podcast or listen to it every place. That's cool, too. (laughs) And don't forget that you don't have to wait until next week to hit us up. Nope, you don't. I love hanging out on Instagram. And as you heard in this podcast episode, I really do read all the – myself. Like, people, I think, find this hard to believe. I really do read my direct messages and the comments on my photos, and I love hearing from you all that way. So I am on Instagram. I am at Tasha.Kaleidoscope. We are also on Facebook. It's just Kaleidoscope living over there. And as we like to do, we have another thank you for listening to this episode. So if you, hopefully, are feeling real passionate about, like, yes, I am going to make my home into a home that I love, I want a hug every time I walk in the door, then I have something that might help you if you're feeling fired up, but you're like, oh, but I always get stuck in the decorating process. So I have recently created what I am calling the design vault. It's basically like a digital library that's full of my free design guides and a video that will help you overcome the most common design and decorating challenges. 
to get your password to the vault and access all of those design guides and videos in one convenient digital library, text the word, all one word, design vault to 44222 and we will email it to your inbox. Again, all one word, design vault. Just text that to 44222 and it'll show up in your inbox like magic. So then you can... Well, Tasha won't be there to hug you every time you come in your house. At least your house will hug you. I do I do hope you'll think of me, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> think of me in your beautiful new house. Absolutely. All right. Before you go, do us a solid and leave us a review, please, on whatever app you're listening on for your podcast. We appreciate all the reviews. And if we ever feature yours on the podcast, we'll send you something to say thanks. We will. But if you don't like it, just you could just skip that stuff. Yeah, don't feel the need to leave negative reviews. Just move on with your life. We just we prefer to live in the positive. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Yes. And then before we peace out for the day, if you want to tell us something, if you want to make us laugh, ask us a question, or anything else, you can always email us at podcast at kaleidoscopeliving.com. Well, we can't wait to come back next week and talk about changing DIYs. Yes. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.